Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, Macabre Manor, Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm James. Coming back with part two of episode two of Cooking with Beer. (laughs) 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 That mean it's episode three? No. No. It's part two of episode two. (laughs) All right. You can have a two-part episode. Two episode part episode. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. 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 The first one was 2A and this is 2B. Or, or maybe it's not to be. Boo! <laughs> that was bad. Uh, last poor Yorick, he's stuck to listening to the Twin Tears. <laughs> Sucks for him. <laughs> uh, we already recorded all this, but we're doing a new intro because, as we mentioned in the last time, when you listened to it last time, at the last time we said the last time. Yeah, what James said. <laughs> Sorry, got, got stuck in a loop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we talked about beer bread and marinating pork and adding beer to chili and and this time we're going to cover other things (laughs) (laughs) oh that was informative (laughs) and it will be (laughs) i don't want to i don't want to give away we're foreshadowing that's fancy it's fancy and it's a drink and and actually even though we're recording an additional intro i am having a drink I'm going to have one later. With supper? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with supper. <laughs> if you listened to the last episode, you know what we mean. <laughs> no, I'm and, if, and if you haven't, then you need to stop here and go back to the last episode and the last episode on cooking with beer and then start over. Yes, we'll wait. Yes. Nah, never mind. I'm not going to count. I think we're good to go. <laughs> All right, so so I did actually, even though we're only doing a new intro and outro, choose a special beer. It's called Fan. It's the Phantom series from Scarlet Lane, and this one is Dorian Millionaire Stout. And it's called mm, Cool Millionaire Stout because it's based off of those millionaire cookie cake bar things. Sort of a salty, caramely, cakey. It's a dessert. I like dessert, but man, that's too much fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just tastes like a million bucks. Well, should we let him get to the episode? Yeah, I was waiting for you. Oh. Well, I thought we were just having a game of who's going to be the first to cave type of chicken. Okay. Yeah, I kind of stretched that one out because the first topic is going to be about chicken. (laughs) So, chicken. So, we we talked, okay, so pork, we talked. Uh, Pork goes well, I think, with wheat, ales. And mm-hmm. uh, anything that might be a little citrusy, except maybe not that blueberry dog ale crap that we talked about in the beer. <laughs> that goes that goes good with vomit. Nothing. You get up again after having three of those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At least it'll be like blueberry when you hork it again. But Ew. What, what do you think goes good with chicken? Like, do you have a beer that you have? Because you said you were going to try cherry wheat, but did not. And, didn't yeah, chicken beer that you think goes well. I, I haven't tried it because I because I, I know I've talked about this one before, and it's Pyramids Apricot Wheat Ale. Um, I think that one would go really good with chicken. I uh, I'm trying to remember what, it, what ones I have used with chicken. Probably only did it once, and again, it was probably longer just to get rid of it. But <laughs> um, no, I, I do, I do. I think something uh, something. Something like that would probably go good with it. 
I don't know. There's something about that. The, the apricot with the chicken, I think, sounds really good. That does sound good. Yeah. I do like apricots, apricots, but whatever. Eh, it's fruit. <laughs> it's fruit. The fruit appear. I'll fruit whatever I want, you fuckers. <laughs> I think I like uh, pale ales with chicken. There's yeah. something about the the. I can uh, see that. And it depends on how what other seasonings I'm using, mm-hmm. uh, because like your apricot, if if you want like a bright chicken, you know one that went yeah. to Harvard, for example, <laughs> you use American West Coast hops, Cascade, Centennial, something that's a citrusy type of thing. Or, mm-hmm. you know, but if you're going to be using like a something that that's more sage oriented, perhaps, or you know, you may want something a little more earthy, you know, whether. Yeah. A, or even a fuggle, like an English hop or something. You know, it just, it depends. So when I talk about these hops, pale ales, of course, have a bunch of different flavor profiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Citrus, floral, piney, earthy, bis- biscuity is more the malt. Um, spicy, like you get the German Pilsners types of things, the Saz hops, it, you know, they, they give a zing in the Belgian. So when you do this, make sure your hop profile for your pale ale matches the seasoning you're using because you could make it too spicy if you're making like a peppery or spicy chicken and then you use a noble hop that's also spicy could be too much yeah maybe that's what you want (laughs) maybe you want to double it up maybe you want to offset it with something a little earthy to ground it you know Mm -hmm. it's your personal taste and when people tell me oh you can't do it that way fuck off science has shown us everybody's got their own damn taste buds and even professional chefs who make their thing get all pissy when you ask for something so different. No, fuck off. My taste buds, if I don't like it, eat shit. I'm making it or I'm paying you. <laughs> <laughs> no, make it your way. Just be aware of all the different flavor profiles. Yeah. And knowing that a, a double IPA that's 9% that utilizes Oof. like a, a 90 IBU, the International Bittering Unit, is... That would probably, not go good with chicken. <laughs> not going to go good with much of anything, because those hops are going to overwhelm yeah. everything. Yeah. that's uh, Now, see, something like that might be good in chili, depending on how spicy you're making the chili. Ah, could be. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. See, and, and the deeper the dish, the more you can get away with stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know... It's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Oh, <clears throat> sorry. That's something else entirely. <laughs> sorry, Rob. Oh, sorry. Damn it. <laughs> <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> uh, I'm ready to move on from chicken. Okay. But do you have other chicken things? Mm, no. Okay. Beef. <laughs> By the way, beef. Do you know why we call it pork and beef instead of cow and pig? Because chicken is chicken, you know. Uh, why do we call it pork and beef? Because when the fucking Normans came up and took over England, they brought the French cooking, and the French culinary terms are pork and beef, and that's why we use those. Oh, yeah, it's fucking Normans. <laughs> <laughs> you also, you know what the plural of beef is? Beef. Beeves. 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 B e e v e s. B e e v e s. Yep, beeves. Uh, 
you know, okay. I, I say these things to some people and you know that I'm actually being serious, but I tend to be full of shit a lot of times with my colleagues and my wife and I'll say, <laughs> oh, whoa, that's beeves. And they'll look at me like, I don't know if he's being serious or not. <laughs> actually, uh, that does make sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, what's the plural? What is the plural of elf? Elves. Yeah. And dwarves. Yeah, not elves and dwarfs. No. It's elves and dwarves. <laughs> and beeves. <laughs> and beeves. <laughs> but the plural of moose is still moose. <laughs> Lord, weren't you a little hard on the beeves last night? <laughs> I'll tell you, June, that's a hell of an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> and the plural of goose is still, wait. No, it's geese. <laughs> nice try, though. Well, anyway, so beef. Do you have a preferred beef beer marinade? You mean besides Boston Lager? Besides Boston Lager. <laughs> besides Boston Lager. Um, not really. Um, I think I've tried a couple of different ones. Um, I don't remember what they were. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't have anything that didn't work. Um, I'm thinking... Think it for one of them. I used a darker beer. I I think dark beer goes great with beef. I porter, yeah. now Guinness, you know, always a go-to for those. Porter yeah. stew, you know, is Ooh, yeah, fantastic. Buddy Mike from West Virginia makes a fantastic porter stew. Um, I think I've used an IPA too. Ah, oh, not in the stew, but no, it's with for beef. beef. Yeah, and, and I can see that depending on. The type of grain, you know, because IPAs, you know, it can be caramely or biscuity or whatever the fuck, and they, mm -hmm. they're hops we talked about. So yeah, I can, I can see that. I mean, I, yeah. I prefer the darker beers with beef, you know, Scotch ale, done Scottish mm -hmm. ales and porters and stouts, and and yeah, then you know the, the more white meat type of chicken pork thing. I like the lighter things, mm -hmm. but you know, it's all good. Yeah. I would say as, you know, as long as it doesn't make you want to spit it out or throw it up. I mean, it's. <laughs> yeah. And experiment when you start doing these, if you ever tried this, do not overload it. Start small. It's cool. It's totally yeah. fine to not get much of a flavor because you don't want, you know, you don't want to overload it. No. You know, I, uh, the, the, the pork chops I made with the cherry wheat, I actually, I shared those with somebody who does not drink beer. And she really liked them. So, you know that the alcohol typically cooks out. I will also cook yeah. beer frequently enough, and as long as I don't tell my wife, she has no idea. If I tell her beforehand, she'll taste it and be like, "Oh, I don't like this," because you know it's she knows it's in there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, typically cooks out. You get the flavor without the alcohol. Yeah. You know what else goes good with stouts? Uh, and beef is beef heart. I will let you have my portion. <laughs> now, the trick when you get a beef heart is to, and, and here's actually what I do. So, is it the captain? The captain beef heart. Yeah. 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 It's like the psychedelic California country rock. <laughs> the beef heart's actually pretty cool. <laughs> Mine got me onto him, and yeah, he's, he's out there and awesome. <laughs> So uh, couldn't, beef, couldn't resist. With beef heart, no, I don't blame you. That's good. I use two beers because I'll marinate it in Sam Adams Boston Lager. 
Beef heart is very, very, very not tender. It's very, very, it's, very. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's going to need marinated and tenderized before you use it from what I've understood. Uh, so what, what I do is I cut it open, try to scrape out as much of the ligament, sinew stuff as it can, and just leaves it the nice muscly bits. Mm -hmm. And then you marinate it in Boston lager or whatever you want. You can, you can marinate it in anything, but like Jody, I always have Boston lager left over from all the same amount <laughs> of mix pack. And you put it in the fridge, marinate it for a few days. Because it's beef heart and it's really tough. <laughs> it's very tough. And the, the, the beer will start to break down the enzymes, makes it tender. Mm -hmm. But then when I actually cook it, I make a Guinness oyster dressing. Uh -huh. And I'll cook it all together. So the beef heart goes in there and the Guinness oyster dressing goes in there. Um, not like you, you actually do the oyster dressing on top of the stove and do the beef heart in the oven for a while, marinate it, you know, braise it a bit as you're doing it with some of the Boston lager. And then when it's almost done, you put the Guinness oyster dressing on it after draining off the Boston lager and you cook it a bit longer and it crisps up the oyster dressing and it's got the beef heart with the Guinness and it's, it's, if you like liver, it's very similar to liver, but like a little more masculine than, than liver because you're eating a heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I'll, uh, <clears throat> I'll take your, uh, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Want to know what I use a uh, Boston lager for? Um, sure. Cause I know it ain't for drinking. <laughs> I, I do. Occasionally. Yeah. But, yeah. In fact, actually when I use it, even the cooking, I will always save, either tiny sip left or sometimes half bottle you know whatever i use i won't oh, yeah. let it go to waste i'll drink i always have a drink of it because I, I do like it it's, it's okay yeah it's just my least favorite sam adams right well yeah. not my least favorite sam adams but the one i always have to get that i wouldn't have gotten otherwise though <laughs> my other ones that i don't like as much i, I don't ever get because <laughs> I, I i have to say i have never bought boston lager by itself it's always because it's in in, in a mixed pack I don't remember. Couldn't tell you if I did or not in the past. But I got two things I use it for. And that is, I think I mentioned it in the last episode that we did on cooking with beer, is uh, beer boiled mussels. If you get mussels, you know, the, the things you got to actually boil until they pop open and stuff. If you like seafood, if you like bottom feeders. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I'll eat shrimp. <laughs> shrimp mussels whatever actually i've also cooked shrimp with it it's good i've done a shrimp boil using boston lager and that would be good uh not complete boston lager because you get a lot of that flavor in the shrimp so it's a bit of boston lager with water but with the mussels yeah get a just put them on the stove pour the boston lager in there some pats of butter salt pepper i like to use uh old bay or some sort of cajun seasoning you know, whatever you like, put it in there, a little bit of whatever the hell, mm -hmm. a little bit of garlic and cover it up. And, and because on the mussels, a lot of it drains out as you start to open up all the mussels and stuff. I wouldn't recommend doing it that way if you're going to add it to something like pasta. That'll be way too much beer. That would be more like the shrimp where you use a bit of Boston lager and garlic and, what you know, however you make your pasta sauce. Yeah. But I also likes it to use with sausages 
know, whether it's brat, bratwurst or just sausage, you know, Johnsonville, yeah, or cracker, whatever. I've done that. Brats yeah. and, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that works really quite well and gives it just a mm-hmm. bit of, yeah. Yeah. Amazingly, I almost never cook with lager at all, except for the Sam Adams, because I don't ever buy lager very often. <laughs> I, yeah, that's that's the other thing. <laughs> hey, James, what should I cook with this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Pour it in your gas tank, see if it gives you enough energy to get to the store and buy some good beer? Fuck if I, No, I'm <laughs> No, I'm sure lager and Sam Adams, Boston lager, Probably not much different. You could easily do brats, could do mussels, shrimp, you know, gives a little bit of zing to it. Yeah. Yeah, I think mostly, you know, except for the one dessert I was going to talk about, kind of good. Okay. What, Are you ready to move on? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, what's the dessert? It's called Kranikin. Hmm. It's a Scottish. Sounds Scottish. Scottish dessert. <laughs> Scottish. And... So, so it's uh, whatever fruit you want to use. I think traditionally, like uh, my wife loves raspberries, so I use raspberries in it. Uh, I'll make some for myself with blueberries, raspberries, blackberries. Can put strawberries. I think raspberries is the main one they use. But now I've been making it for so long the way we like it, I actually forget <laughs> what it is. But but you also make a sort of custardy filling that goes with it, and it's layered, uh, kind of like a trifle, except not quite as in depth because. The custardy bit isn't really custard. It's cream cheese and whipping heavy heavy cream that you whip. You whip okay. all together with some honey, and you whip all that together. Oh. So it's it's really good. But then you also whip in scotch. Nice. And here's where I could see Jody's point earlier of using what I had a bit ago for dessert because I've actually made it multiple ways. My wife doesn't like it. And this, you can taste the alcohol. So... If you don't like the alcohol, just make it without. So when I make it at home, I will make, I'll make the whole batch. I'll make her two little glasses full and then I'll add my scotch and make mine because that's, I like the scotch flavor. And I've, I've used, yeah. I've used the scotch. I've used an Irish whiskey. I've used Guinness. You can use beer with this and they're mm-hmm. all really good. And on this one, you actually put in pretty much how much you want to taste because you know, if you, it's pretty light, <laughs> you had too much scotch, it's going to be all scotch. <laughs> Which might not be a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all, if that's what you want. Uh, yeah. And so, when Jody's talking about the Imperial Style Aged and Bourbon Barrels Guinness, absolutely, this one, if you didn't mind wasting <laughs> it instead of drinking mm-hmm. it, would yeah. go perfectly in that. And, and so, you can find a recipe for Kranikin, it's real easy, it uses the fruit, the custard, uh, you also do some honey oats on top, which I like. My wife doesn't. You know, whatever. Add what you want. Don't use what you don't want. But here, watch the amounts. But yeah, you could definitely use a high ABV beer on this, and it'd be really good. Nice. Damn it. I want some. Well, you got time. <laughs> I, I don't have any heavy, heavy whipping cream here, though. <laughs> everything else got the honey got the oats cream cheese i got the definitely got the alcohol (laughs) (laughs) strawberries at least if you don't have anything else but yeah no heavy whipped cream and when i say that keep in mind in case there's some sort of communication when i'm saying this trying to 
hop the little line between American and European usage. I don't mean the whipped cream that's Cool Whip. I mean like the heavy cream you get out of the fridge at the store by the milk that you have to yes. a mixer on and, and whip it up. Yes. I knew what you meant. Because you are an intelligent, erudite gentleman of distinction. <laughs> <laughs> are you talking to me or somebody else? <laughs> There's a mirror here. Sorry. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Sure. So good. Good with coffee, too. Oh, yeah. If you like non-black coffee. Usually no, but, you know, <laughs> occasionally. For me, it depends on the mood. You know, sometimes I just want my black coffee. Sometimes I want a little bit of sugar and cream. I don't know. Depends on the day. Sometimes it has Irish whiskey in it. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Usually, I like my coffee like I like my metal. Black and burning down churches. <laughs> <laughs> well, black at least. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wasn't sure where to go. I could have said powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could have said traditional, made with the tears of indigenous people. No. <laughs> well, that would be the traditional way. <laughs> yeah. Especially given those English traditional Nwaba <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Uh, anyway. <laughs> Just remember, nobody wants glam coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Glitter goes everywhere. <laughs> Man, do you know how hard it is to get rid of that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just ask the kids at Gary Glitter. <laughs> uh, I was thinking more strippers, but, you know... <laughs> I don't mind getting that glitter on me most of the time. <laughs> no, you usually not. Why do you smell like a daiquiri? Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry, it wasn't Malibu Breeze body spray. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> no, I wasn't at strip club, honey. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but anyway, that's that's what I have with cooking with beer. All right, um, I, I guess I guess me too. <laughs> well, if you have more, we can keep going. No, no, I, I don't. That's <laughs> cool. In that case, we, we should end the episode because otherwise I'm going to have to open up this other beer I have here called Sierra Nevada Bigfoot Barley Wine that I'm going to say for, I don't know, some other episode in the future. Something. Yeah. Don't know what it'll be about. You know, I never, I never try to match beers with the episodes. <clears throat> so that one's going to be about hobbits? Hobbits, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> Three-footed fuckers. <laughs> Bigfoot, big feet. Bigfoot. Uh, sorry, sorry. All right, so you're good to go. I'm, I'm good to go. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you like the cooking with stuff, go back about a not quite a year in the past. You can have our Hoosier Cream Pie Whiskey Infused episode of Cooking with Beer that didn't really talk about beer. That's okay. <laughs> whiskey, beer, it's, it's alcohol. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's so good. Yeah, but yeah, tell your friends, tell your family. Tell your neighbors. If you talk to them, you know. I like my neighbors. Telephone. <laughs> Telefax. 
Telegraph. I, I thought you were going to say shadow facts and, you know, like we were <laughs> No. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> On that failed attempt. <laughs> I'm going to let you keep playing this game and I'm going to just take a drink. Yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, before we meander off the road too much and see Tom Bombadil hopping through the forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm James. I'm Jody. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. Because uh, today's was like a light <laughs> where it's up for the positive and down for the negative. For Capricorn, uh-huh. it was. Thinks he is the most magnificent, wonderful, best person in the world who doesn't know why anybody ever talks to him because he's <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that, that seems accurate. <laughs> of course, I, I was also kind of joking about that, and, and you having a big ego, too, because uh, uh, Extreme, on their debut album, they had that song, Kid Ego. Kid Ego. Yeah, yeah, we used to, James and I used to say it was about somebody else. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but he's still a friend and listens to these every once in a while. And- Which is why I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> That's right. Don't worry, Carl. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to give me an example? You want me to give you an example? Or I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Um, I, I tossed it. <laughs> <laughs> After I was done marinating. Um, the important thing is, is now that you marinate uh, and you didn't toss the salad. Right. Yes. Um, and I'm ignoring that. <laughs> <We're> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> you would you would be surprised at how many strippers hate other strippers for using glitter. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>